At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covering the live betting angles for every game, this is VSIN Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This is hour number two of VEASAN Live Bet Tonight, coming to you from the VEASAN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds. And just to get folks up to date on what's going on in Toronto, they're, they're, they're tarping off the plastic, Wes, mm-hmm. for the New York Yankees. They're getting it ready just yeah, in case. Uh, yeah, the AL East two, champions. Two outs away from an American League East division championship. And one maybe now. one out of way. If Vlad can beat this out, he cannot. So one more out, and the New York Yankees are going to be AL East champions. Could be uh, some champagne showers in the Toronto area for the New York Yankees. So maybe we got to keep that in mind for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Isn't that the uh, the whole yeah play? yeah? And, 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 and this is a, an interesting angle too because. Toronto, of course, right in the thick of that wild card race. So, you know, they can't jake any of these games. It is uh, it is Garrett Cole against Mitch White, who I believe Mitch Ooh. White was in that trade uh, from the Dodgers earlier this season. And I believe Mitch White does not have an official win on his card. He hasn't been bad when you look at his metrics, but this might be a good underdog spot for the Blue Jays tomorrow. Very well could be a good underdog spot. Because you're seeing this price, too. I think in some of the overnights, I think at DraftKings, they have it at minus 125. And Mitch White at plus 105. So, 
you may see get a little Yankee action early and then come in. You're not going to get a huge price as Kirk does get on. So uh, still two outs here, but they do have a base runner in Toronto. So, yeah, that's what I would be looking toward is, is for Mitch White tomorrow with the Blue Jays. Well, if the Yankees hang on here, unfortunately it's going to be another night where Aaron Judge does not hit a home run. Minus 260 over at DraftKings on the no for Judge to hit a home run tonight. It was plus 190. I bet it at plus 205 here at Circa. Unfortunately, that's going to come up as a goose egg for me. But our own Ben Fox, VP of Digital Content, I'm sure you've seen him on Twitter, he tweeted out, that the sports books are absolutely cleaning up. Oh, no question. In this Aaron Judge chase for home run number 61. And check this out from earlier today. The level of action on this prop has been crazy, said Caesars lead MLB trader. There are more bets on Aaron Judge to hit a home run tonight than any other MLB market at Caesars. One New York better has a $10,000 wager at plus 215 on Judge to home run it tonight. Now, yeah, that, bet, that better is needing uh, the Blue Jays to get some traffic on the base yes. pads right now if he has any chance of getting that. But, yeah, it doesn't surprise me necessarily. And we've even mentioned, you know, this time of year, you're going to get betters in with no football that may, you know, do some parlays with big favorites, you know, the premium teams, the Dodgers, the Astros, the Yankees, et cetera, et cetera. But that doesn't surprise me that that took more action than any single game on a Tuesday night baseball card. Because, there, you know, like we said, there aren't very many races. I mean, there's still some wild card spots in terms of the order to be decided. But there's one division race out of six divisions, basically. You know, Yankees about to uh, go ahead and clinch. Uh, I mean, and they're like six. They were six and a half up anyway. So, yeah, all these division races, that's what's been disappointing about baseball. And that's why Parsha, part of the reason I think we focus so much on these milestones late with Pujols hitting mm-hmm. 700. Thank God obvious, for Obviously. And that's what's been keeping it going here because <laughs> uh, there's just <clears throat> no real races right now in these divisions. The bad teams have stayed bad, and the good teams have stayed really good. The Aaron Judge race the, for the milestone for 62 or 61, I guess, first before he gets to 62 eventually, it's by far and away the most popular storyline mm-hmm. in Major League Baseball. It's the biggest story by a wide margin here, bigger than any sort of award race, because even the awards are pretty much all locked up other than NL Rookie of the Year. Uh, everything has kind of just been sewed up for about a solid three to four weeks now where people are, I think, just waiting around for the playoffs to get it. I'm sure the teams, like you ask, you ask the L.A. Dodgers, I'm sure they're like, hey, man, let's, mm-hmm. let's just start the playoffs. We're, we've clinched right. everything imaginable. Right. Like, let's just get this thing going because right now we're just trying to avoid any sort of weird, fluky, freaky injury. Yeah, that's what they're trying to do, and that's why you have to use these rosters, these expanded rosters, and uh, go ahead and do that. New York Yankees officially now American League East champions. Ground ball out for Matt Chapman. So, uh, Pinstripes uh, not going to win the American League. I think the Astros pretty much have that spoken for. By the way, the Astros up 4-1 in the top of the six over the uh, Diamondbacks. So, Astros looking pretty good to be that number one seed. So, it looks like the L pennant will go through Minute Maid Park in Houston. But, nevertheless, uh, AL East Division Championship done. And now it's pretty much Aaron Judge watch uh, for the rest of the season there in the Bronx. Yeah, but yeah, I'm I'm curious to see if the handle on this increases as we get closer and closer to the end mm-hmm. of the season. And, I'm, yeah. and I would honestly want to know what the handle is like 
on a Tuesday, Wednesday versus yeah. a Thursday and a Sunday. And and, and what I'm going to be interested to see too is if they're going to continue to bet these on the yes. Books, I think, could be justified in saying, hey, we got to move the price. That's what I'm talking about with Toronto. Even though this is the spot to go against the Yankees tomorrow off clinching the division tonight, you might get a little bit better of a price on Toronto tomorrow evening uh, simply because you're going to probably see betters continue to bet the yes on these judge prices. Uh, so, yeah, I would absolutely, even though they might not be getting Yankees tickets necessarily, they may end up having more Aaron Judge tickets again tomorrow night than they do bets on the New York Yankees and Garrett Cole, you know, Garrett Cole minus 120. So wait on this. I do think it's a good spot for Toronto tomorrow. Yeah, it sounds like a really good spot there. But I think this prop is really, it's going to start to get more and more popular. I mean, it's really popular as is. I mean, plus 190 to hit a home run is pretty ridiculous. And I even bet it at plus 205 just because I wanted to get on some of the fun and have something fun and interesting to root for on a Tuesday night. But I think that's kind of the mindset of a lot of betters to where maybe on Thursday night football on the Thursday, you're not going to see as many people bet on it. Definitely not on a Saturday or Sunday mm-hmm. with the whole college football board on a Saturday right. and an entire 14 games of an NFL board. Right. Yeah, I know. Sunday. I'd be kind of interested to see what the handle would be on yeah. the weekend uh, with all of this. Uh, it's obviously more of a national story than it is necessarily at the betting window, at least on the weekend. No, definitely. Because the people who are betting baseball on Saturday and Sunday uh, I don't think they're betting on this prop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll just mm-hmm. I'll go ahead and take a stab in the dark that they're probably not betting on Judge Hiddle. Or and, maybe they're and, betting on the no. Maybe and another another thing to check, uh, this is going to sound uh, very profound and obvious, but oftentimes the profound and obvious are what elude us as sports bettors, the things that like stare us right in the face. Maybe Judge is going to get a day off. You think so? At some point. He could get the day off tomorrow. And I'm just thinking about that. He just clinched here. You know, I know you I know you want to hit that, but maybe that's what it takes to kind of break the rhythm. Maybe it's like, you know, maybe uh, Booney there says, hey, sit out for a day, you know, and we'll go ahead and handle this and just, you know, get your bearings. Don't worry about it. Maybe a pinch hit opportunity. But I could see them now that they've clinched this division. And, and if the Astros are not catchable, I could absolutely see Boone giving Judge a day off unless he says, no, Skip, I want to go. You know, unless he does uh, what what Tua did with his uh, back injury. I mean, we're gonna get into that on, when we on, start uh, talking on the NFL. Sunday because I, I have a story for you. I told it to Jeff Parles yesterday, but that it we'll get into that when we talk some NFL yeah. back injury laser <laughs> laser. Uh, for those of you that are just joining us now, in the last segment, I bet on the Phillies to come back and beat the Cubs. <laughs> that went poorly. Uh, I think that was within five minutes that the Cubs went ahead and won that game two to one there in the top of the ninth. So that plus 380 bet is a loser. But we still got the Guardians, who right now at DraftKings are minus 350 on the money line. Do we, can we get that game up here in the in the studio? I just want to of uh, Mets, Marlins? Uh, no, I was talking about Rays, Guardians. Okay, because I was going to say something about Mets and Marlins. Well, I believe also. we have seen something. I, I'm, I'm sure it's happened at some point, but I don't recall seeing it. We just had three straight balks. I believe by the floor by the uh, Miami Marlins here. Huh. Yeah, three straight box, and that does score one runner. It's now six to four, two outs in the bottom of the eighth. So Mets slowly creeping in a creeping back into this game. But yeah, I'm not used to seeing that. Marlins, by the way, are going to get out. So we'll go to the ninth, six to four. So Mets right now plus eight fifty, going to the top of the ninth as the pitcher really had some choice words. 
for for the ump about the yeah. box situation. Yeah, I guess after you get three in a row called on you, it's like, what are you doing here, guy? Yeah, he's like, Why yeah you Richard, on Richard Blyer is absolutely pleading his case right now, and uh, we'll see if uh, Richard Blyer is long for this game because they're trying to separate him. Uh, he, he might be getting uh, the uh, early shower there in City Field. He said, and I quote, three box, come on. Yeah, that was the the part that we could actually say on the air. right. <laughs> e- exactly. Uh, one thing uh, uh, and, and one update on a play that I do have. We did get two runs in the bottom of the first for the there San Diego Padres. Uh, Will Myers, a base hit with two outs, scores Machado and Drury. So two nothing to Friars. Also in the West Coast slate, the Oakland A's lead the Los Angeles Angels three nothing. So like you mentioned. <laughs> Lean to the over in these games. Already, the yeah, th- three runs here in the top of the uh, second now. Ten and a half, juice to the under at minus 125. Mm-hmm. Total was eight. And look, that's what you see in a fair amount of these games where, you know, the outcome really doesn't matter except, you know, for playoff implications, anything like that. Similar thing here with Colorado and San Francisco. Two to one here in the bottom of the first. Yep. Nine and a half, juice to the over now. I believe that closing was total was seven and a half. Yes. Yep. Would you ever step in front and play an in-game under with these games, or you just leave these alone once they uh, you take know, off? You know, I kind of – I mean, if they were good teams that were still in it, I would step yeah, in. Yeah, no, but the irrelevant teams. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm not I'm not going to do that because yeah. you never know. Could it slow down? Certainly it could slow down, but that's just not something. That's not a situation I necessarily want to get to. That's like when we get to the NBA – when it's like, oh, Kings against, like, the uh, Thunder Pacers or something. <laughs> That's going to be happy action, yeah. fun time in March or April. These teams aren't going to be in playoff chase. So, over, over, over. Well, it might be happy action, fun time in Boston with the Orioles and Red Sox. 13-8 to eight in the seventh inning. And I think the Orioles are technically still in the wild card race, but come on. Mariners are not blowing it. Famous last word. Yes. <laughs> Famous last word. The entire As city they... is going to blame you if that doesn't come to fruition. <laughs> As they troll one nothing against the Texas Rangers. We're going to take a quick break. Come on back. It's Visa Live. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. 
Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Start your football season on the right foot by subscribing to VEASAN Pro. Get full access to everything we do, including our daily picks at a glance recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. 24-7 video, season prep, including our weekly college and pro football matchup guides covering every game all season long. Pro tools like our exclusive betting splits and pro tips. Updated every hour with actionable insights to up your betting game. Sign up on our discounted football special and get VEASAN Pro access to everything we do from now through the Super Bowl for only $175 or save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long. Go to vcin.com slash subscribe for all your options. Become part of the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This is vcin Live Bet tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds. We're hanging out here at the Circa Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas. Uh, going to the 11th inning in Cleveland mm-hmm. right now with the Guardians minus 120. On the money line, the Rays minus 110. I think Cleveland's just been teasing me this whole time. Yes. Because there's been a couple times they've been minus 300 throughout this game. I have minus 120, then they go right back down. So uh, hopefully we get a resolution yeah. out there. In well, well, top of the order for the Rays, Margot, Rosarena, hey, Rosarena, <laughs> and Franco <laughs> are going to be up one, two, three for the Rays. And then I believe it'll be Rosario, Ramirez, and Naylor for the Indians, two, three, four in the bottom frame. How many people think that got your reference? You know, you know. I, I, I always wonder what our audience you, age you, is. You know who did get it was our colleague and friend Danielle Alvari. When I did a show with her, we were doing fill-ins. Everybody was on vacation, so we uh-huh. did the old my guy show together, and it was a live game. And I did that one time, and she did die. Like go. Los Del Rio. I mean, she was right there All on right. it. I was like, nobody else gets that. I so I don't feel like such a geek. <laughs> no, I just wonder because I'm like that's. That song was what popular in what ninety five. I know. Well, I'm I'm an old guy. Uh, that was popular when I was in high school, <laughs> yeah, and every and everybody was doing the dance, and uh, then like everything of that nature gets played out. <laughs> That's a good way to say it. Uh, we hope that we don't get played out here on Visa Live Bet tonight. Mm-hmm. They're, gonna, uh, they're gonna play. They're gonna play us off. <laughs> I, I make some kind of uh, observation that gets us in trouble with some uh, sanctioning or governing body. No, we're all good. Hear the music. We're, we're all good here. Marlins, though, they lead it. They look like they're all good with a runner on second to the top of the ninth, but they have two outs right now, up 6-4 to four against the New York Mets. The Mets 7-1 to one right now to come back. If you want to lay the uh, run line with the Marlins, minus 410. I wouldn't really recommend that, mm-hmm. but <laughs> could be a way to play it if you want to get well, frisky. Well, I, I mean, uh, Mr. Blyer, fortunately, is going to be done considering <laughs> yeah. he was called for uh, – uh, three blocks, I believe this guy's name, Ryan Blakeney. 
Uh, so uh, keep it's an a, eye. It's a made-up player. Yeah, keep uh, keep an eye on that name if if that guy is going to be umping anywhere in the uh, playoffs. But three in one inning, I believe. Uh, I just retweeted it last time. I think this is from uh, Chris Comka, who is a, a producer of the uh, White Sox baseball broadcast. Also works for a stat company. Uh, first pitcher with three blocks uh, was Richard Blyer in a game since Mike Pelfrey did it in May 17, 2009. But Blyers were all in the same innings and back to back to back. So I was kind of asking the Twitter machine, has that ever happened before? Haven't gotten us a response yet, but that is a very rare occurrence. Uh, Diaz, by the way, despite being down two runs, on the work, maybe hadn't worked in a while, get him a little work, yeah. just keeping because you don't want guys to sit necessarily. So uh, uh, it is uh, six to four now. Matt's going to have one more chance to uh, go ahead and make sure that they keep that lead. Uh, by the way, ALDS game one, I guess that is official, October 11th at the stadium. What uh, what day is that, October 11th? I will look I at, look, look at, I will my, look at my calendar. That'll be Tuesday. a Tuesday night delight. All right. So two weeks from today. Yes. How about that? So we're going to get the MLB playoffs on Tuesdays, Wednesdays. They'll be going on Thursdays as well, uh, pretty much every day throughout the month of October. Mm-hmm. We'll have NBA getting geared up. I think that's like three weeks from tonight. Yes. The NBA regular season, NHL's gearing up oh, pretty man. soon here. And then, of course, yeah. we're already in the full swing of football. Mm-hmm. Our heads are going to be on a swivel, but no, we are. And and look, uh, at least they don't. At least they don't get college basketball going until the second week of November. I remember it used to yeah. be like Thanksgiving week was the opener for everybody, and then you had all the tournaments. But now, you know, got I got to go get my blue ribbon uh, at the uh, Gamblers Book Club just down the street here from the uh, fabulous Circa Resort and Casino, and uh, get to studying on some college basketball. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun there. Uh, speaking of the NFL. We had uh, not as many big swings this past Sunday as we did in week number two. Week two was absolutely wild with all the comebacks that we saw during the witching hour in particular. But this week, we still got some big plays on some plus money prices throughout the week. The biggest one being the Indianapolis Colts, who at one point in this game, despite it being a one-possession contest, mm-hmm. were 9-1 to one on the money line at home against the Kansas City Chiefs. Given how things have been in the NFL so far this season, that seems like a wild price. Well, I wonder if that was before they tried that Amendola field goal in the fourth quarter that, of course, Mm -hmm. uh, went awry. Uh, You didn't expect him necessarily to miss that. It was 17-13, to by the way. I'm just looking at the time. I think there was 8.41 left to go. Amendola missed a 34-yarder. And, uh, that was brutal. Yeah, and 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 look, credit to Matt Ryan. I know he did not have a great game, and I know he looks slow and he looks old. His offensive line, by the way, has been terrible, so we should absolutely <clears throat> point that out. It's not yeah. on, on him. But when Matt Ryan had to do it, though, 16 plays, 76 yards, 8-14 off the clock. Colts score. Jelani Woods gets the game winner, and then Mahomes threw the interception. Only about a minute left to go on that drive. Uh, but what really kept that drive alive was the uh, Chris Jones penalty. Potty mouth? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I want to know what he said because I, he must have said I, something I don't know. ungodly. <laughs> I don't know, but it kept the Colts' drive alive. It, you know, and it kind of felt, you know, Kansas City wasn't great in that game. They were the better no. team, but it kind of felt like the Colts, you know, just hung around and they got good karma. 
you know, maybe it was all the things that they did. The Colts obviously do a lot of charity work within the city. Jim Irsay went down the farm aid with his buddy John Mellencamp, gave him a million-dollar donation the night before. They did the uh, Erase the Stigma for Mental Health that Jim Irsay's daughter Kaylin runs and raised, I believe, a couple million dollars. So Colts got all the good karma, and they certainly needed it. Uh, I was I was on them. I think you were on them yep. taking the points. I had a little bit of money line as well. I, so I, I wish I had that as well. I did. Yeah, it was about $2.00. <laughs> Just a little piece, but you know, Colts right back in it. That's just kind of what the Colts do too. And I wish I would have kept betting this in play, but it's like I already got a lot of exposure because I bet it for you know full game, then I re-bet it second half. So I wish I would have kept doing that because you know, that's what the Colts do, Femi, and that's what they've done the last few seasons. They go 0 and 2, they get off to a bad start, and then when everybody counts them out. They find a way to win. And they're not even one and two. They're one, one, and yeah. one. We keep forgetting because I almost consider that Houston game a loss. Yep. Because they were such a big favorite, but they're one, one, and one. So uh, you know, credit to Indianapolis. Uh they do get Tennessee this week. I do uh lean the uh, horseshoes at home. You know, it's funny, that tie is probably gonna help them in some way with some sort of tiebreaker by right. the end of the season. Right. They were down <laughs> twenty they were is. down twenty to three, mind yeah. you, in that game. I think late into the third quarter and got a late field goal, but yeah, nine to one against the Chiefs. Chiefs, they didn't look right either. They haven't really. Yeah. But but what's interesting though about that game, with the fact that it was one possession for much of it, and there were nine to one. David Purdom talked about this earlier. He tweeted it. Mm-hmm. There have been eighteen NFL games decided by three or fewer points this season. The most through the first three weeks in NFL history, surpassing the mark of sixteen yeah. back in twenty eleven. That stat from ESPN Stats and Info. Just knowing that, is it is the move to then if a team gets down, especially mm-hmm. if the the pregame spread was close, to instantly auto bet that team that's the dog because these games are playing so close right. together right. because these teams can't really score given that they didn't go through the preseason and also the way the defenses are also defending these offenses. Well, I, I certainly hope you're playing those teasers, especially those long teasers through three mm-hmm. and seven, because most of them have been getting there with these close games. And, you know, you made an observation on Twitter and I made a similar one, just phrased a different way. You know, the preseason has really expanded. That's why you've seen these yes. erratic results. It's like, you know, who here is is really great every single week? Nobody really yet. I mean, maybe Philadelphia, but even I don't power rate them as the top team as of yet. But you're seeing all these close games. So to your question, absolutely in terms of live opportunities, if you're not getting involved uh, pre-flop. And that's why, you know, when you're watching these games and you have those apps open, because you're probably not betting 16 games on an NFL card throughout a week you know you're not or, or 14 on a sunday but you know some people might have some a piece on might, every game but I, I, I am not one of those but but, but yeah leave yourself open uh for some yeah. of these opportunities and and i mean these these don't lie now this is not going to happen every single week no where you get all these you know colts nine to one vikings eight to one uh uh, uh dolphins uh plus 390 and we'll talk more in detail about those games mm-hmm. on the other side but you're not going to get that every single week but it's early in the season, and that's where the gap is the least, I think, yeah. with the really good teams and the really bad teams right now. There's and only the, one team that hadn't won a game yet. And the really bad teams, we don't know them yet because they're not quitting. Mm-hmm. Everyone still has mm-hmm. the optimism in the first month we, of the we, season. We won't know until late October. Then it's like, okay, now the big kids yes. come out to play. Yeah, and then those bad teams, it starts to set in that, wow, we're not going to make the playoffs this year. And then sometimes you get those mail-it-in performances mm-hmm. where you get the bigger – 
outcomes there in, the, in those games. But right now, everyone has hope, so don't count a team out when they get down big early on. On the other side, we'll talk some more NFL and get you caught up in a major. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Kick off the football season with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is your go to sportsbook for every line, boost, and special. Lace up for week four with Bet Rivers Parlay Insurance and touchdown insurance offers every Sunday. All season long, build a parlay of at least four legs, and if it loses, get your stake back as a free bet up to $25. Wager on any player to score the first touchdown on Sunday night football and get your money back as a free bet if they score at any time. Head to BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app. It's a whole new game. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds hanging out here on a Tuesday out in downtown Las Vegas. We officially, Wes, have a tie atop the National League mm -hmm. East between the defending World Series champion Atlanta Braves and the New York Mets. And over at DraftKings, the division price, Mets minus 175, Braves plus 145. This is something that you could have bet to start yeah. the day at plus 270 on the Braves and in-game as well. But that price now adjusted to the results. Now, now you know this is going to be interesting. What the series price is? Let's let's assume both teams hold serve. Mm -hmm. Then the Braves might be a little bit bigger dog because obviously you're running out of less potential outcomes and less potential ways to go ahead and overtake the Mets. You know, being that it's tied, but the Mets they don't have the momentum exactly. Femi uh, one and six in September at home against the likes of the Marlins, the Cubs, and the Nationals. They have absolutely come back to earth. I'd be interested to uh, – I wish we had, like, a video with them uh, on, a, on a, like, a Zoom together right now with uh, our colleagues Jeff Parles and Dave Ross. <laughs> I mean, you know, see if panic is starting to set in as they – you know, they've almost gone gate to wire essentially here in the NL East, and now, you know, about a week left to go. Well, absolute sweat time but look uh we're getting the good pitchers everybody's going to put their best put foot forward on the mound we know bassett and freed in the first matchup on uh, i believe friday and then scherzer and Degrom probably going to go you know those two days and then depends on who the braves want to match them up with whether it's kyle Wright or whether it's charlie morton but certainly the mets are going to be favored in both those weekend uh, those fridays or those saturday sunday games friday night i would expect freed to be Dollar twenty five, dollar thirty over Bassett. Who wins this division? I think it's the Braves, mm. and and I've kind of liked this team all year. And look, I like them. Obviously, the next several years they're going to be very good. Uh, you look, uh, the kid Michael Harris has been a revelation. He is probably going to end up winning Rookie of the Year over his teammate Spencer Strider. So that's the only interesting award race. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, the Braves, though, you know. Riley, even though he went 0 for 4 tonight, has been has been great. Uh, they got Matt Olson. I think he's done a more than serviceable job filling in for the loss of Freddie Freeman. So Dansby Swanson has finally started to hit. I remember he was deep down in the lineup. He was like the nine hitter, and now he's the two hitter behind Acuna. So uh, you know, Braves, uh, Braves starting to put it together for sure. The Cleveland Guardians are not putting it together. <laughs> Tell you that much. They trail the Tampa Bay Rays right now, six to four in the eleventh. Rays minus five twenty, Guardians plus three eighty. So I think my uh, hex on Cleveland might have worked. I should have done this earlier. 
<laughs> when I still had a chance. But mm-hmm. uh, the Guardians right now trailing in extra innings, but knowing what we know about them, they'll probably fight their way back here as they're plus 380 on the money line. Would you dabble on Cleveland? This team is – they got the moxie, man. I don't know what it's about. What a, like, they're not uberly talented, but they're fundamental. They're smart. They got a hell of a manager in Francona. Well. Well, and they've got Rosario Ramirez and Naylor coming up, so that's exactly who you want up, two, three, four, uh, in this spot. Uh, Be interested to see who the Rays send out if they send out Junior Guerra again. He did uh, go ahead and pitch that first. I think that game is at commercial. I was trying to see, okay, who are they bringing in out of the bullpen, uh, Tampa Bay? Yeah, it looks like they're going to potentially lose right now, plus 410, but you can never really count out the Cleveland Guardians as they've won seven straight out there in the American League Central, clinching that division the other night, and now just kind of playing for for the playoff purposes, I guess, stringing this out because they're not going to mm-hmm. catch the Yankees or the or the Astros, so they'll be playing in that wild card against whoever that third wild card is right now, looking like the Seattle Mariners. But there's still a whole lot of baseball left with a week and a half to go uh, in the NFL. We're talking about some NFL in the last segment. Colts Chiefs. I thought lessons to be learned given how these teams can't really pull away from each other. And we saw Indianapolis at 9-1 to with this being a one-possession game for much of this football game. How about Minnesota and Detroit? This was a bet that I was on from the Sunday prior. At open, I went ahead and bet Detroit plus 7.5 because I was like, this is way too many points for a Vikings defense that's just not good. Period. And the Lions have a good offensive line, and if they protect Goff, Goff is competent enough to be able to find some of those playmakers. The Lions get up 14-0. Vikings respond. Lions then get up 24-14. At one point, Wes, the Vikings were 8-1. Yeah, they were down 10 in the fourth quarter. But given the firepower that they have on offense, Kirk Cousins, make of it what you will, Mm -hmm. as long as it's a 1 o'clock Eastern game, he should be pretty good. Yes. He's got Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, K.J. Osborne, a number of weapons on that offense. Should an offense like the Vikings ever be 8-1, especially when they're going up against a good or a bad defense like what we've seen with Detroit through these first three Yeah, and and that's where maybe the last week kind of crept into that because they didn't look very good on Monday night. Of course, mm-hmm. Philadelphia, you know, handed it to them. And then all of a sudden they get down and look at the, the market. A lot of them like the Minnesota Vikings yeah. or excuse me, the Detroit Lions this year. So, you know, this is not your vintage Lions team and they're absolutely backing them. And I believe they're now three and zero against the number uh, so far this year because they did. back. Yep. Yeah, they did backdoor Philadelphia. And then, of course, got the outright win over Washington. So, you know that. Uh, yeah. Eight and one man that that what that is big a price. big number. But. You know, Minnesota did kind of look a little bit out of kilter. And I I think at that point, too, Dalvin Cook had left the game mm-hmm. with an injury. But Alexander Madison got a touchdown yeah. in, in, the, in that comeback. And, uh, you know, because Justin Jefferson for the second week in a row, also looking at the numbers, uh, three catches for 14 yards. They are trying to get him the ball. They were trying to do that in vain against Philadelphia. Darius Slay had other ideas. But, you know, when, when you know, you're too primary offensive players dalvin cook and uh you know out of the game and then of course uh jefferson being taken away i kind of see why it was, was a big price but eight to one still massive number yeah but they still have Thielen, who Thielen's a good wide receiver yeah. aj osborne is a really nice option as well so i, I don't know if i would ever hang an eight to one mm-hmm. now I, i'm not the one that has to do it so it's easy to say for me right now after the result and what we saw there and and maybe that was price was accurate. If the, the if Dan Campbell and the Lions play some things out a little differently, 
maybe the Lions win that football game. They should have won that football game. So I guess yes. kind of talking out of both sides out of my mouth here, yeah. talking about how eight to one's crazy, but also the Lions should have won. So I guess that number ultimately makes sense. But I think just the offense being what it is, they have so much firepower. And in comeback mode against a bad defense, I don't think you can count these guys out. Like this wasn't the Eagles game that Monday night yeah. that we were doing the show with when the Eagles were getting well, pressure on Cousins. And, 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 and that's the thing, too, is, is Detroit is still a team that's learning how to win. Yes. Now they're competitive. But then there's a big step to learning how to win and close these games out. Look, uh, they pretty much led Washington gate to wire, but still Washington was moving the ball on them. You know, it's like, eh, we're not really getting away from these guys. And, of course, the first game they had to come back from way down. Yeah, that was uh, – it's not great for somebody who bet Washington. <laughs> that was me. Um, but, yeah, this Lions team, I think – God, they played to the over so much. You, you might even be able to get involved with some live totals on the Detroit Lions, given that their offense is actually mm-hmm. good and the mm-hmm. defense is probably atrocious. <laughs> yes. From what they're, what they're doing. Like, you know, they, they're building. It's still young. Aiden Hutchinson is going to be a nice foundational piece. But that secondary now without Tracy Walker as well on the back end, he's going to go on season-ending IR. That secondary is just – they can't cover. And if, mm-hmm. if you block Hutchinson, you'll be able to find some guys down the yes. field. And I think this Lions team, maybe they get it corrected as they get better with it since they're a younger team. But right now, that defense is really, really bad. But probably a game that they let slip away out there in the division. The next game I want to talk to you about, and we can carry this conversation over to the next segment as well, Miami Dolphins, Buffalo Bills. This one was a wild one from what we saw. Mm-hmm given the whole Tua Tungavailoa injury situation. Now, Buffalo, they're both going back and forth, 14-14 at halftime. Towards the end of the second quarter, Tua takes a shot. Not a vicious shot or anything like that from Matt Milano. Gets up a little wobbly. Everybody assumed, I assumed as well, that it was a concussion perhaps. The Dolphins even tweeted out head injury. Yes. At that moment, I mean, I'm not sure what the numbers were, but at, at some point in this game, they were plus 390 against the team that everybody says is the best team in the NFL, myself included. For the fact that they were able to come back and the whole injury stuff, we can get into that in the other segment. Mm-hmm. But your thoughts on that number of plus 390? Yeah, well, but you know what? When you look at these stats, I, I, I wrote up this game, actually, for our, our guide, our preview guide, each mm-hmm. week for Beeson for the NFL card. Buffalo ran 90 plays from scrimmage and had 497 yards. Miami, 39 for 212. And I was on the Dolphins. I had them in the points, uh, both on a bet and in, in the contest entries. Buffalo absolutely dominated this game, but just didn't score in the red zone. And sometimes that's what cost you. But statistically, they were the way better team. I was on Miami as well until I bought out at halftime. We'll talk about that on the other side. This is Beeson Live Bet tonight. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. 
I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. The NHL season is almost here, and our hockey betting experts are ready for all the action. The VSIN Hockey Season Prep Guide will be available soon with strategies and best bets for the season ahead. Get in-depth analysis from our hockey experts, including Andy McNeil, with predictions for teams and players, win totals, daily betting tips, season-long trends to watch, plus three things every new NHL better should know. This guide is a must-have with key insights and data for both avid hockey bettors and those new to the sport. Give yourself an edge this season and get the VEASAN Hockey Season Prep Guide by becoming a VEASAN Pro subscriber today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe welcome back this is vsin live bet tonight he's wes reynolds i'm femi abebefe we're hanging out here at the circa sports book in downtown las vegas looking forward to actually digging into that uh, nhl yeah, betting guide the season's coming very soon i saw uh our our colleague and buddy andy mcneil uh, took his boy to monday night raw in edmonton at rogers place really? last night so okay. uh They've been looking at some preseason. And, uh, you know, when you start to see people talking some preseason hockey on the timeline, and look, I, I don't I don't bet preseason hockey. But, but I mean, I do bet it during the regular season, even more so in the playoffs. But uh, looking forward to it, man. God, these seasons are just so, they're, like, crunched they're, they're together jammed, now. They're I'm like, we're already starting the NHL regular season next week. It's like we're trying to drink out of a, a fire hydrant or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that's but, a good way to get caught up, though. If you're if you're not like a hockey, unless you're a hockey specialist or something, and even if you are, that's a really good way to get caught up uh, and uh, have a lot of the work done for you by Mr. McNeil and company. It's a fantastic way to get caught up. Uh, any team that you're eyeing this year that you think might surprise in the NHL? Uh, you know, uh, you know, just uh, 
Uh, I did kind of like the Bruins, but they have some injuries. But I usually put a couple out there that are not necessarily the chalk team. So the the Lightning, you know, and then those teams. I don't know if I really want to bet those guys. But uh, you're more you know, sure eyeing like what the Kraken or something like. Nah, that. <laughs> maybe maybe not, maybe not going down that uh, that hole necessarily. But uh, yeah, it might be a bridge too far. I mean, you know, now we got used to it here in in Las Vegas. We got yes. used to the you know. Hey, you're supposed to make the Stanley Cup in your first year uh, out here, but didn't happen in Seattle. No, no, it did not. <laughs> they changed those rules when everybody, you know, kind of, uh, you know, complained about it basically. But uh, yeah, the Bruins are a team I would look at uh, for value. Maybe the Washington Capitals, mm-hmm. who have now drifted up to okay. forty to one. Uh, so so Aaron uh, likes the sound of that. Yeah. So look, uh, j- just looking at some of these futures, but I'm going to be digging into that and I'll be using that guide as my guide. Yeah, I think that's a great piece of advice there to get in on the VEASAN hockey season prep guide. Uh, but football season is already yes. humming along, man. We're already at week four starting on Thursday, mm-hmm. but we got to recap week three. And we're talking Dolphins-Bills in the last segment. And I teased that you guys on the other side that I bought out of my Dolphins ticket of plus six and plus four and a half. So I had two tickets on the Dolphins. Because I bet plus four and a half on Monday before the Bills thrashed the Titans. And then I went ahead, once the Bills injury report came out, went ahead and went back to the well and took plus six. Given that I didn't think the Bills were going to close that six-point favorites with that injury report looking like it was. But unfortunately, when I thought Tua was concussed, and we talked about this last night as a lesson right. people should know. of Hey, wait for injury confirmation. Mm-hmm. Because at halftime, I said, well, I'm going to go ahead and buy out, lay four and a half in the second half with the Bills. And we'll see how this goes. It didn't quite work out that way for me. Yeah. Instead, I ended up uh, giving money back on a, what should have been a winner. I ended up being a small loser on the juice well, well, in and, that situation. And you know what? I, I didn't end up doing that, but I can understand, you know, simply because what I was saying about the stats. Buffalo, they had the ball like the whole damn game. They yeah. had the ball for over 40 minutes. They uh, were better. Looking at these, uh, at these numbers, 42 of 63, 400 yards and two touchdowns for Josh Allen. The end game, they didn't manage that right, and that's something that they're going to have to do. I still have them power rated as the number one team in the NFL. I, I have not dropped them at all. You had to look at the fact they had, I believe, six starters out at mm-hmm. one point on defense. And they had, I think, three starters out on the offensive line at one point. So this team was absolutely ravaged. That's why you haven't seen necessarily a ton of movement because they're playing the Baltimore Ravens, Buffalo is this week on the road uh, there at MNT Bank Stadium. And look, I have Baltimore power rated pretty high as a top six, seven team. You certainly have to with the offense. Now the defense, uh, most yards given up of any defense in the league. So that's something to watch out for. But uh that might be like looking forward to that game. That might be kind of a live over game if you get yeah. slow starts out there. But obviously, people are before they really make a big move or a big stand on this game, they're going to be watching those initial injury reports, I believe, tomorrow uh, that are going to come out Wednesday. And then, of course, Thursday's release and then Friday is released. So, you know, you want to see these injuries and how many of these Bills uh, defenders. I don't think they had anybody in their starting secondary. No, it, it, they were all out there. The The Bills, and that was probably the big takeaway from this game, was that the Bills are probably head and shoulders better mm-hmm. than the rest of the league. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's narrowed a little bit, but I, when I look at that football outsiders DVOA, 
it was a big margin between them and one and number two. Now, obviously, yeah. that reacts week to week. Well, you know, like every result. But I was looking at it today, and I think Jacksonville was number two. Do I think Jacksonville is the second best team in the league? No. no. They're obviously better than I think most people thought that were going to be. But, uh, yeah, when you look at a game like this, it was just kind of an anomaly, the stats. And then the fact that Buffalo didn't get the clock management right, where, you know, Ken Dorsey – slamming the tablet he hadn't been that mad since 03 in the fiesta bowl when uh remember our incomplete mm-hmm. chris gamble and they gave him the flag and I, they flagged glenn sharp where was the pass interference yeah that was an awful call so ken dorsey hadn't been this mad in about 20 years but he was not happy with the execution and you know that's on the coaches too. get the play in and manage the clock a uh, guy didn't get out of bounds and clock runs out on buffalo but uh so now that's what you're seeing with Miami flipping at four. That's why you're seeing Cincinnati get bet. That's not the four mm-hmm. now. And I think I wonder if part of that is that, okay, maybe is Tua yeah. really concussed and it's not a back injury. Yeah, I, I think there's some question marks about whether Tua is going to play in that so game. So that might be getting but... out ahead of it. Plus, I think it's a good spot for Cincinnati because you did have Miami, especially that defense that was on the field for 90 plays in the heat. The heat affected Buffalo. The heat that's one thing we didn't can, you know, maybe mention either. It's is part that, of the Dolphins home field. People yeah. make fun of it. Oh, well, Miami Sports. Uh, and I, and I'm guilty. I'm guilty but of that, it. The Dolphins, and you look at the ATS records, mm-hmm. they're one of the best ATS home teams because Be- that heat you can't because prepare you, for. Because it. you see empty seats he seats in yeah. Hard Rock Stadium, and it's like, yeah, they don't give a damn about football down the here. The heat gives a damn. Yeah, they do. And and I I thought that affected Buffalo. And it yeah. really affected Buffalo. That's a game you don't want to be injured in. You never want to have injuries, but especially when your death gets tested. Yeah, that, that heat is menacing. And just like how we talk about the cold at Lambeau Field in December, yeah. the heat in Miami, in Miami in September, you don't want to go down there and have to play that team when you've been kind of load managing all throughout training camp. You're just trying to get your legs in a regular mm-hmm. setting. Now you got to go play in 105 with 120% humidity. Yeah. Good luck. Good, good luck. Yeah. Uh, but the fact that Buffalo is their three-point favorites in Baltimore right now, that goes to show you how highly the market rates this team. I don't. There's no, there's not another team in the in the league that would be close to being three. No. At Baltimore. No. You talk about how Baltimore is in your top six. I mean, yeah. In a lot of folks, top six, top five. They're three in Baltimore. I know. With all the injuries with, that with, they have, with, with an, an MVP <laughs> candidate of their own, obviously, and Lamar Jackson, uh, who uh, you know ran for a couple scores, uh, you know, threw for a lot. Really good performance there in New England, but. Baltimore, I don't. It's not as pronounced as Buffalo, but Baltimore has their fair share of injuries too, especially on the yeah. line and uh, the defense. To see to see the Baltimore Ravens, because we always take them as a mainstay that they're the best defense in mm. the NFL, and they were for many years. To be dead last oh, in getting, yards allowed, getting cooked. Yeah, this is a new defense, and they've had some injuries in the secondary. But Mike uh, Mike McDonald, uh, the uh, new off or defensive coordinator, was on the staff a couple years ago. Then went to Michigan for a year under uh, Jim Harbaugh. So back with brother John, and yeah, this defense. I mean, the fact of of what they allowed to the Patriots, who were really struggling offensively, the fact that uh, they gave up 447 yards to that team. It's not a good So, start. you know, against the Buffalo Bills, and that's why you see that total. I know it's come down a little bit, you know, 51 and a half, 52 in the market, but it's still the highest total on the board. So maybe you get a slow start and look for an end game over with Buffalo and Baltimore. That's a very good look there. And before we get out of here, we want to give out the pro tip. And we talked about it with the Colts and the Chiefs game. 
you, you can't be afraid to play some of these bigger numbers in these one score games. Like we said, Colts nine to one against Kansas City when that game was never out of reach right. for Indianapolis. They go ahead and win it. There needed a little bit of luck there with some missed field goals, but they got it nonetheless there. So the Colts at nine to one. Don't be afraid to look for those inflated lines in one-score games. That was our pro tip for the hour. We do one every hour on VEASAN across every show, so that means at least 20 every day. They're all available for VEASAN Pro subscribers at VEASAN.com where you can sort them by sport and by show. Real quick, Wes, Bill's healthy at the Ravens. What's that line? Mm, probably four and a half, five. That's insane, but it's right. <laughs> Come back, hour number three, VEASAN live bet tonight. Nobody covers football weekends like VSIN. Wake up with live editions of the Lombardi Line Saturdays and Sundays at 10 a.m. A key component to this game before betting is Donovan Smith going to play. Get updates and strategy on the biggest season long, on the biggest season long, on the biggest season long, on the biggest. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.